the St. Albans Podcast Theatre Show with Ben and Susie. Welcome to the St. Albans Podcast Theatre Show with just Susie. We are missing Ben. It is harder to do these things together while we are in lockdown, but nonetheless, we plough on. Uh, I... Following uh, talking to the Maltings Theatre, we have spoken to a number of different theatre groups around St Albans and the area and um, we are delighted to be able to support them by talking to them about how they've been impacted by lockdown, um, what they've been doing to keep their sort of, you know, community, their their, their um, supporters and members engaged and, you know, what their plans are for the future. So this episode, I am joined by Helen Barnett from Trestle, as well as Claire and Jill from Breakaway. And I would love to share with you our conversations about how they've been affected and, and what's next. So kick back and have a listen, and I hope you enjoy. Hi, I am joined now. This is Susie, obviously. Um, it's not Ben, is it? Um, I am joined now. Um, uh, distantly uh, by Jill Hardman and Claire Waller from Breakaway. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Are you there? Claire? We can't see Claire. You may you may know if you listen to the main recordings that uh, you can we we can usually see each other when we're doing the distant recordings, but this one's a little bit different because Claire's camera's not working. Hi, I am here. Playing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is here so thank you for joining me um we wanted to have a chat with you to find out um all about what's been going on at breakaway so let's rewind in time as lockdown got got announced jill you were about to uh be directing putting on the first night of your your play tell us about it yeah well we were about two weeks away from performance when the lockdown started and um that's probably the worst time uh, that uh, that sort of thing could happen because um, uh, all the cast were obviously gearing up for putting it on in front of an audience and the momentum was building. And as you'll know, Susie, um, from being in plays, you really developed a relationship with your character and um, yeah. just, you just want to go for it. And we just about got all the props and the set in place we had very little left to do and then um, obviously everything came crashing down around our ears so yeah it was a huge disappointment and this is this is ladies day that you were going to put on absolutely yeah ladies day is a comedy uh, by amanda whittington and it is about four ladies who work in a fish factory up in yorkshire and they decide that they're going to go and have a day out at the races. Um, it's set in the year that um, Ladies' Day, that um, Ascot, uh, came to York. Uh, so it's based around um, a kind of a true event. Uh, but uh, the ladies are um, uh, they're great friends, and they've obviously got lots of things going on in their own lives. And um, mm-hmm. it's fun. It's also quite poignant. and um, yeah, great fun for the audience. And this was this was due to be on at the Malting Theatre, wasn't it? With um, Breakaway sort of tends to an outdoor, big outdoor performance in the summer and uh, a kind of uh, early spring um, performance at you know indoors at the Maltings. Um, so tell me, what did you do instead? We decided that we needed to um, 
mark the opening night in some way. We were all really missing each other. You can imagine we were rehearsing twice mm-hmm. a week uh, and um, suddenly it all stopped. And uh, we decided we'd have our own virtual opening night on Zoom. And um, so we all got together and we just did the whole play. And uh, yeah, it was, um, it was good to uh, just see the characters brought to life again and to realize that the play actually still works and just to keep the enthusiasm up. Um, not as good as doing it. For- did you have Did you have an audience for um, it? We had a small audience, didn't we, Claire? We had uh, yes. a few people from Breakaway and various um, people at home had their families looking over their shoulder. So um, I hope they enjoyed it too. Um, so we so we did have a good time. Um, yeah, it was lovely. We've had one other um, get-together since, and uh, we got a bit silly mm-hmm. with it. We decided we'd just um, do the play in different accents, and um, everybody just <laughs> fell about laughing most of the time, but that was good fun too. I think that's that's one of the things, isn't it? I mean, um, you know, for, for so many of us who are involved in the community theatre, it, the, the, the community is really the pivotal part is that you know the getting together it's the rehearsals as much as it is the performance it's really that social aspect so um have you um have you guys been doing other things Claire Claire is um you are sort of chair I should probably say chairperson shouldn't I chair chairwoman chairperson of Breakaway (laughs) have you been organizing have, have there been other kind of social things you've done as well yeah, I think, um, as you say, it is one of the really important aspects of, of theatre in general and particularly for Breakaway. Um, and we we haven't maybe done as much as we could have done, but we've we've had a couple of um, just kind of informal Breakaway Zooms. Um, we did one on Shakespeare's birthday uh, where people read um, their favourite uh, monologue or sonnet um, from Shakespeare, which was really lovely. Um, and then we did another one uh, that was just a, a light in the light in the mood Zoom, just to kind of keep keep people acting and keep people's spirits up. Uh, and that was people choosing funny monologues or poems or pieces. Um, and that that was really interesting because everyone just chose something that meant something to them but also that could make make everyone feel feel good in these difficult times so it was yeah it was it was good fun oh lovely right well we will um we're gonna take a brief break from uh, claire and jill and we will be back with them shortly i am joined now by helen barnett from trestle hi helen hi Thank you so much for joining us on the, the Theatre Show podcast. So you um, you are with Trestle. Tell me about tell me about your role with Trestle. What do you do for them? Uh, so I'm the creative director, and I kind of run all of our artistic uh, planning and all of the kind of creation that we do at Trestle, really. Um, but we're we're all a big family, so we there's a lot of kind of kind of working together, but we have to. You have to start with ideas. <laughs> <laughs> That's the easy bit, right? Yeah. Um, tell me, tell me about Trestle. Tell me a bit more about Trestle for anyone who's listening and had, doesn't know, um, or maybe knows a bit but not much. Tell us a bit about the organisation. 
So Trestle is a physical and mask theatre company. So we've been, we've, we started out in the 80s, in 81, um, and we were kind of, uh, our founders met at Middlesex University. So we, we've always been based in, in and around Hertfordshire. Um, and we toured internationally as a mask theatre company until we found our base here uh, in St Albans. And, and the base is in Highfield Park, right? It is, yes. So we, it's Trestle Arts Base and um, it used to be the, the chapel of uh, the Hill End Hospital. So it's got an amazing history. Um, yeah. It's a wonderful space. Um, yeah, lots of people very jealous that we all get to work there every day so it's really yeah. um, it's a sort of hidden hidden gem in itself really isn't it because you sort of you know lots of people might drive through Highfield or walk through Highfield and not necessarily um you know that part of it so it's kind of it pops up in the middle of the houses yeah absolutely and it's you know it's an amazingly kind of open space uh, in terms of what we do as well so there are people who we have a dance studio there and we have mm-hmm. We have Pilates classes. We have our bounce classes. So we we kind of give this higher space out to lots of different groups as well. So it's always amazing. There's always so much going on, and people don't even necessarily kind of realise that we're a theatre company as well. So it's yeah, absolutely. It's it feels very varied and a really kind of lovely space to be in. Yeah, we're really lucky. And so tell me, obviously, you know, the the whole kind of theatre community has been quite impacted by lockdown. How has that affected you guys in particular? So we uh, we are kind of really well known for our masks, basically. That's our, our key thing we do is we, we make and sell masks at Trestle Arts Base and we sell them around the world to uh, education establishments and schools and colleges and universities. Um, and then we run workshops with them and training. We train practitioners. But we also have the hub of what we do at the art space. So we have our School of Drama um, for young people that runs kind of four sessions running every week at the art space. Mm-hmm. We have our three inclusive groups, um, which meet during the week to do singing, dancing and acting. It's for adults. And um, obviously, with the announcement that theatres were closing uh, and the uncertainty in schools, all of that kind of stopped overnight so we've been you know we spent the beginning of lockdown really trying to think about how we can keep engaging with our community and keep engaging with everyone that we were so used to seeing on a weekly basis so missing um and now it's really about the future of trestle um, Mm -hmm. and that longevity as we kind of you know as i'm sure everyone's seeing um Mm -hmm with the industry uh, and the guidance that we're having we're just trying to trying to get some clearer guidance really on when we can open and and what we can do but it's starting to trickle in so we're you know huge campaigns and we're really hopeful and so did you have you know sort of a, a schedule of performances that was lined up that had to then be rethought like or just you know plain or cancelled so we we had we also used the art space as a venue for other performers. So um, we had we did we had shows booked in um, that unfortunately have had to be have had to be cancelled, hopefully postponed. Um, but again, you know, we're not sure when that's going to happen uh, next now. Um, but our yeah. things have been really uh, you know our focus as a company is about 
offering a creative experience and we mm. had several projects that we were running around Hertfordshire as well we do a lot of projects with young people and mental health um, and we were also running community projects we were working in partnership with Mind so for right. us you know keeping those projects going is is really our main aim and trying to to try and connect with those communities still so we had a we had a really big push for kind of stay creative um, and okay. we launched our creative through COVID page on our website which has got a series of resources we've been running weekly challenges the trestle challenges on our social media uh, as kind of provocations to try and get people to think about um how they can be creative in their own spaces. Brilliant. We are going to take a quick break um, and we will come back telling because I want to hear a lot more about um, Stay Creative. I want to hear more. So we will come back telling shortly. Thanks. Hi, I'm Matt Adams, the heart of the Hearts Advertiser for over 10 years. Join me and host Danny Smith for St Albans Podcast, a weekly look at the news, views and reviews of the city and district of St Albans. As well as our delve into the local stories that matter, we regularly cover topics including health, food and drink, legal matters, the theatre scene and mental health. Alongside our regular features, we talk to people from our wonderful community, sharing some of the amazing work they do. Episodes are released every Wednesday at 7pm and you can find us by going to your podcast platform of choice and searching for the St Albans Podcast. Find out more at stalbanspodcast.com. We are back, hopefully, with Jill and Claire from Breakaway. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so uh, we were hearing all about, um, you know, ladies, your sort of thwarted plans of Ladies' Day. Let's think about, it was really lovely to hear what you guys have been up to, but what about what's next? Because hopefully at some point theatre is going to come back in some way. Um, have you guys got a vision for that, what you think might happen? Do you think Ladies' Day might happen, but outdoors? Well, I um, definitely hope that Ladies' Day can be one of the first things that Breakaway do. We have a show that's ready to go and um, the cars mm -hmm. are really desperate to, to get on stage, any stage, and do it. Um, obviously, we plan for the maltings um, and uh, it would be great if we can still do it there. Um, obviously, we, we don't know what's going to happen, do we, with indoor theatre? No. Um, so we'll have to wait and see, but very much hope that within the next, yeah, um, very soon we'll be able to put it on. And we, perhaps we, we could like fashion it, fashion out a race course of some sort to to do it. <laughs> yeah, it would be good to do it in situ. So we go to Ascot and do it. There. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. And what I mean, what else? I mean, I guess because yeah, Breakaway's um, known for its big kind of summer outdoors performances so if outdoors becomes viable um do you think that's something that you know potentially could get pulled together for you guys i i think as you say i mean we it, it is one of the things that we do every year you know we do it's normally a shakespeare um this year we were actually planning to do something slightly different it was going to be um the importance of being earnest um but still at the mm -hmm. end of the park um i i think that won't happen this summer as we know it um, just because of rehearsals and things but we are looking at um, sort of possibilities of what could happen next with that um, and, and we're mm. hopeful that we can um, do something with, with that at some point. Um, we 
were very much inspired by it, it um, takes quite a long time. Sorry, I think there was mini mini delays. I was saying, I think as I said, it's quite a lot of preparation time, isn't it? You know, you need sort of a good couple of months mm. ramp up um, for that. But yes, you were saying you're inspired by Ovo. Yes, so um, uh, we saw a, a few of us saw Ovo's um, Twelfth Night, um, which which mm -hmm. was um, very well done yeah. um, and very cleverly done. So we've begun discussions about what what we might be able to do online um, and brilliant because we think it is really important to, to try and keep theatre going as, as much as mm. possible. Um, so we'll, we'll see where, where that takes us. Uh -huh. I mean, I have to say, so, so Claire and I were watching Twelfth Night on the same night, um, and in part of the audience participation, up popped Claire on my screen, I fe feverishly text her, I can see you! <laughs> um, and it was, so I thought was really lovely about that is that the way that the, the audience was um was brought into it is that you were very aware that you weren't watching it on your own and it it gave it that sort of quite good element of um you know part of going to the theater is sitting in a, a room of other people and um you know you felt that online but the use of technology was you know was quite well executed I thought um and quite innovative so yeah if you've got um you know definitely it's definitely worth looking at because I think it worked incredibly well mm -hmm. and they actually extended their run so mm, yeah I was there too and it was brilliant um I really enjoyed it and it was the next best thing to live theatre I still think you can't really have a substitute for live theatre and I've seen some brilliant yeah. um, productions you know the National Theatre and the Globe have been putting some productions and online yeah. really enjoyed those but uh it's just not the same, so, and I'm really, really. It's not. Is it? mm. it's, it's that thing of being in the room and being, you know, witnessing, knowing that you're watching it, and it's the only time anyone else is going to watch it the way you're watching mm. it. You know, it doesn't. There, there's something about it, I, and I said this when I did my review for the Twelfth Night, is that I watched um, Fleabag, which I was desperate to see live, and I missed it, and I saw it, and it was incredible. But I just know that there was something missing. Like there, it would have been, you know, another level more, you know, more exciting and more intense to have seen that mm. incredible for solo performance, mm -hmm. um, you know, live. Mm. But I guess for actors as well. I mean, yeah, we, you know, enjoy being on stage for for the audience as much as anything else. So having the yeah, having them in the room. So, so what would you do if you? Um, Say you were, you know, going to master master the online experience. Do you think that would be a ladies' day, or um, is it sort of ready to go? Or do you think you would have to think in another direction? I think I would be disappointed if ladies' day didn't happen in front of an audience. I think um, you really need the audience laughter and the audience to carry you along. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe it's not the right sort of play. Um, perhaps if we'd started off doing it with that in mind, um, then maybe yeah. it would work. So I don't know what you think, Claire, but maybe if we were going to go in that direction, a, a different play might be better. Yes, yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, I know obviously with Twelfth Night, it was an adapted production, you know, that mm -hmm. they had done um, last year. Um, but But I think... Although watching the opening night of, of Ladies' Day um, online was great and it was a lot of fun, 
Um, I'm, I'm for one, I'm definitely very much looking forward to seeing it in the flesh when it when it can happen. And I think um, having, as you say, Jill, having a, a different play to work on that you can then create for online, I think would be an easier way to to go. Mm-hmm. And how do you guys feel about actually, you know, going back to the theatre? I mean, if you were able to and it's going to be socially distant, do you think you'd be kind of super keen to get back in? Um, absolutely. I'll be the first one in the queue buying my tickets, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I know my uh, – I live in Bedford, actually, my local theatre um, group. They've already auditioned for their um, December production, Um Okay. So they're obviously confident that something's going to happen. And if it does, um, I'll definitely be buying tickets. Um, I'm really desperate to get in there. Obviously, we have to be mindful of the risks. And, um, you know, even if we're okay about the risk for ourselves, we have to be careful not to put other people at risk. Um, mm. Yeah, so, so there is a lot to consider. But um, I really hope that live theatre can resume soon. Absolutely. Lovely. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining me, ladies. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. And I will wait eagerly uh, to hear what's going to happen first, something online or outside or, you know, we will <laughs> see. So, lovely. Great. Thank you so much. I'll speak to you soon. Thank you very much, Susie. Bye. Bye. Hello, I'm Simon Carver. Join me and Danny Smith on our new podcast, The St Albans Film Guide. Each week we'll be looking at what's on at the cinema, the top ten, new releases, and also what's on TV over the coming week on all the free-to-air channels. Now, if you want to find the podcast, go to your podcasting platform of choice and search for The St Albans Podcast. Alternatively, you can go to stalbanspodcast.com to find out more. So that's The Film Guide with me, Simon Carver, part of The St Albans Podcast in association with The Hearts Advertiser. Thanks so much for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the show and listening to our lovely guests. We would love to hear from you if you have got anything you want to share with us about your experiences over lockdown of the local community scene or um, or any of your kind of you know, theatre thoughts. Uh, please do get in touch at um, theatreshow at stalkinspodcast.com. Thanks to uh, the Hearts Advertiser for their continued support of the podcast. Um, thanks to everyone for their help and support for our theatre show as well. We appreciate it. Thanks. The Theatre Show with Ben and Susie. Produced in association with the St Albans Podcast. For more St Albans Podcasts, check out stalbanspodcast.com for full details on all the podcasts available and how to subscribe. To get in touch with The Theatre Show, email theatreshow at stalbanspodcast.com. The St Albans Podcast Theatre Show, out every fortnight on Thursdays.